It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Welcome into the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. It is Friday afternoon. A gorgeous Friday around the Tri-Cities and the Columbia Basin. 547-1610 is the number if you would like to get involved. You can also get us via email, 610k1a.com, the bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you like to say. And we're on Twitter as well, at bottom line 610. Well, where would you like to begin, Ed? Oh. What, uh, what stood out to you from, um, from the uh, DOSHOFers press conference? <laughs> um, boy, the way he was talking about being so fearful of a reoccurrence and the numbers going back up. I, I was just waiting for him to, uh, to tighten the grip more, but it didn't come. Uh, I guess the two, uh, two things that uh, stood out. One, we know that there were 10 counties, 10 small counties that were identified as uh, being possible to, uh, move into phase two of the reopening plan. If they petitioned the, uh, the governor, uh, five have been given uh, clearance to do so. Um, they are all in eastern Washington, Garfield, Columbia, Lincoln, Ferry, and Ponderé. Uh, three others, three or four others are pending. Uh, and I believe one, I, the one uh, escapes me, but I know Kittitas is still pending. That's the other one that's uh, in our in our region. And then there was one that uh, just was not going to uh, to be able to to clear that hurdle. Um, the other thing was that guidance was going to come down from upon high to allow for landscaping and curbside retail. Um, that's going to be interesting to me. Well, because there's a lot of retail places that are open right now that aren't providing curbside. You can just walk right in the door. That's right. So what retail is going to provide curbside? Mom and pop retail? There's I, big box retail. You can walk in the door and get what you want. Yeah. It's, it, it doesn't so make, I, it, once again, makes no sense. That's that's why I'm interested to see what that guidance is. And if if all of the big box stores are going to have to do that, you know, thinking about... Um, you know, or is it going to be geared towards, say, places at the mall or, you know, how that's going to look? That's why I, I found it interesting. And, and you know, the only, that's about the only thing that's interesting. Those two things are on the phase one list. You know, we're going to get to those things pretty soon anyway. Um, but other than that, uh, a lot of this, the same thing, uh, graphs of King County that don't apply to us. Um you know the look. There's there's up and down metrics that you know he showed, and I don't know. Just kind of that's what stuck out to me. What stuck out to you? Um, gosh, where do I begin? How about the beginning? Um, there, yeah. There's no nice way to say this. 
there gets to be a point when you can acknowledge something and you can acknowledge the the elements of this that are tragic without going back to it over and over again. What I mean by that is the governor, it seems like every time he has a press conference, he focuses on um, people who have lost their lives and even to the point of naming them. Sounds like props. Uh, it sounds like he's he's using them um, in a non uh, it's getting to the point that it sounds non it does not sound genuine anymore um, because it's all it's it's basically all circled about the same thing because we still don't hear any citation of the businesses that have closed and may not reopen. We don't hear any any citation of all the people that are out of work who are having a hard time feeding their families because they're not employed, um, or the small business owner that could be losing more than just their business as a result of being closed. Uh, we don't hear any of that, but yet we keep coming back to the same thing again, and it sounds less and less genuine every time. So that that's that's really becoming a sore thumb for me. Before you move on to the other one, I want to jump in. Uh, because I actually disagree with you on this. Okay, that's uh, fine. And look, I, you know me, and people who listen to this show long enough know um, I am not a fan of of this governor. He has he has misstepped so many times; it's going to turn into the next dance move. Uh, all the missteps that he's done. I don't whether it's whether naming the victims is being used as a political prop or not. I don't want to simply dismiss the people who have passed away no, either. I'm, and I'm not doing that okay. either in well, any way, shape, I, or form. I, well, I, I want to be clear. Some, oh, I'm going to get hate mail. I'm going to just say it. Um, <laughs> I, put, I put a human life ahead of a business. Okay? Look, that's that I, I do. And that doesn't mean that... I put it way ahead. And look, I get it. I the the businesses are incredibly important. They are incredibly important. And they are people's livelihoods. And they do put so much into it and they are the backbone of the community. No question. You you can't change my mind on this. But to even infer that a, a loss of a business is the same as, as losing one's life. I just don't agree with. I'm not putting the two on the same level. What I'm saying is every time the man has a press conference, it's the same thing. It's the same, no doubt. It's the same show for the same element. I get it. In, but there's been zero recognition about other things that have occurred. Now, do we have a list of how many small business owners who have lost their businesses and may have potentially uh, done harm to themselves? We don't have that list. We, no, don't we don't know. But what I'm saying is it would be nice if the guy who is the leader of the state would also acknowledge that there are other casualties as a result of this instead of going back to the same one all the time and pointing out different aspects of it and using it as his sole rationale to continue to do what he's doing. 
That's why it sounds to me like it's a prop. It's not minimizing the loss of life. It's not trying to put it on the same level as a closed business. But at the same time, it's showing a lack of empathy for others that have suffered significant losses during this crisis. I, I, I'm with you, and I actually agree with what you just said. My my contention, I guess, and yes, I know he's using those those poor people and their families as props. Of course he is. He's placating to his base. I get it. But I don't want to go too far the other way and simply dismiss those lives lost. Look, every day I read a death toll in the news. And on many levels, that's not fair to those that have lost their lives. Uh, you know, but I'm not, you know, it's not feasible to read everybody's name uh, either, which, you know, they they probably deserve. You know, they deserve better than just being a number. And they certainly deserve better than being a prop to Governor Inslee. And I completely agree with you on that. I just don't want to forget that this this is this is taking a human toll more than just small business. We have a couple of calls lined up. Let's go there now. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Yeah, this is Matt. Uh, actually, Zeke. But anyway, um, I'm just wondering how long the people are going to put up with Governor Inslee's uh, over overshoot on, on his powers on the state. But... Uh, I think we lost him. I think we lost him too. Let's go to the next uh, next call. But yeah, go ahead. I mean, I was just going to say, people already are. But you know, there's only so much you can do. There's only so much resource that's out there. A group of um, House Republicans at the federal level have asked Attorney General Barr to look closer at a lot of the states. Mm -hmm. And uh, Washington recently received some criticism, along with New York, about even though they have introduced reopening plans. There's no timeline where the majority of other states have put a timeline out there. So, you know, there is criticism that's coming Washington's way regarding this. And we'll see if the federal government takes a closer look at, at the orders that Inslee has in place. Let's go back up. That's, uh, well, there's also a couple of lawsuits out there, yeah. too. But, you know, uh, for what that's worth. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Rod from Richland. Hi, Rod. And the uh, reason I'm calling is um, the quandary of loss of life with the destruction of life. Um, I'd like to know your thoughts on that. I, I mean, I'm like you. I get it. I understand the sacredness of life. Uh, business should not come first ahead of human life. I, I understand that. But when you have people whose lives, while still living, are being destroyed... Uh, and the collateral damage in order to save human life, I don't think, I, I'm not sure if we reached uh, the point of settling that issue. I think it's in the balance right now in some respects. What are your thoughts on that? Man, that's a great way to put it. it. That really is. It's a great way to put it. We'll get into it. Let's go to our next phone call and then we'll dive back to it. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Michelle from Tasco, I wanted to throw something in for you guys to consider in your discussion. 26 red states are opening up. 24 blue states are still holding us closed. I think it's more than a prop. I think it's more than um, whatever. It's, it's really, <laughs> it's really the, um, 
Democratic governor standing against the Republican governors is totally politicized. And it doesn't make sense to open this and that and not the other. It doesn't make sense. Thank you for the call, Michelle. Appreciate it. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hey, guys. It's Chris from Richland. What's up, Chris? For about the last 10 weeks, I've been, uh, well, we've all been kind of on hold. Um, I'm still struggling to find the, 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 you know, the equal, the equality here between everything that's going on. the the hyper inflating of what's going on with the COVID nineteen versus everything else that's gone on with us in the past as far as the flu, the cancer, uh, you know, just everything that kills millions of Americans every year, but it doesn't shut down our country. This is the inequality I'm struggling with right now. It just doesn't make any sense, and it seems to be getting more skewed than it is making sense. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm really starting to struggle with this, and it's 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 making less sense every day. Thank you. Thanks for the call, Chris. Let's take a quick time out. We'll come back. We are going to get back to uh, the question the one caller put to us about that balance that has to be struck between um, – the potential loss of life as a result of the coronavirus versus the potential damage done to life as we know it for those that are still living as a result of decisions made around it. It's it's a question. No, no ifs, ands, and buts about it. And it's one that I don't know that everyone or even anyone is going to agree on the result. Hook up with the bottom line on Twitter at bottomline610. Now, back to the show, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It is the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA 5471610. If you want to get involved, just got a couple minutes until we have to take our next break. So we're going to go right to the phones. You're up on the show. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Brock from Othello. What's in your mind? So uh, dig deep into your imagination, if you will, and imagine a world where they bankrupt the country for a little bit of... <coughs> Thanks. Well, that's the road we're going down. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's the road that some parts of our country are going down. Yeah, I don't know about the whole country, but... Parts of it? But Washington State, Oregon, California, yep. New York, possibly. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, guys. I'm sorry. This is Matt again. What's up, Matt? Well, I dropped out, but I didn't get the second part of my conversation in there. And the last, not the last caller, but the previous to him kind of exposed what I was talking about, which is if a man dropped, uh, jumps out of an airplane and he forgets to pull the ripcord, hits the ground, and he dies, and then he has uh, COVID-19 and he's asymptomatic, they contributed the death to COVID-19. So actually, we're probably about uh, what one half of actually what the polls are telling us right now for COVID nineteen deaths. I, I don't know if they would go that far to to classify that. Um, some of the confusion we've seen or questions we've seen raised are people that have died of a heart attack, but presented symptoms or had the antibody 
and they jump may have jumped to the conclusion that well they have it, so we have to code it that way instead of well no actually it was the heart attack that did it. Well, so, it gets a little bit more gray if you're talking about a lung condition. Yes, it gets you know, gray with lung of lung disease and that was exacerbated, exacerbated yes. by COVID. Then you know was it the COVID and, or was it right. the lung disease? And age has played a part in it. People yes. that have been above the age of sixty. Uh, and they've had it. They have leaned towards COVID. Uh, so, yes, there have been some things they are actually trying, and the CDC has been trying to kind of parse out COVID and other things related to try and get accurate numbers. But in all reality, the numbers won't be accurate until similar to what we went through with H1N1 in 2009, and that is three to four years after it's all said and done, and they've combed through all the data and all the deaths have been reported and everything else, three to four years from now is when you'll have more accurate numbers. Um, But I want to put this out there, getting back to our one caller, and we haven't forgotten about it. And it is weighing that loss of life versus the loss to the living. And a livelihood. Yes. Even just period in general. I mean, because that loss of livelihood has impacts down the line as well. And I've always looked at life pretty simply. We get one. That's it. We get one. And we are ultimately responsible for that life. Nobody else is. Okay. Um, There are people that do things that that have the belief that, you know, they want to do all these things and see all these things and go all these places and do all this stuff, and that's how they want to live their life. God bless you. That's how you want to live your life. Other people have a more sedentary lifestyle. They like to take things a little slower, like to pace things a little differently. God bless you. You have every right to do that. But the real question we have to balance with this is not, those that have already lost their lives, it's the people that are left. And how do we deal with the people that are left? Because unfortunately, we've had loss of life. And we are going to continue to have loss of life for this and for many other things that are out there. We're going to have loss of life every single day on this planet to many different things. What we have to find a way to balance is... The fact that we know lives are going to be lost versus the impact on the lives that are still going to be lived, whether it's business owners, whether it's economy, whether it's regular people, whether it's school kids, whether it's whatever, right now, we're not doing a good enough job, in my opinion, in looking at the people who are impacted that are not necessarily at risk of succumbing to COVID-19. It's the first time we have ever quarantined healthy people in our country's existence. The first time we have ever quarantined healthy people in our existence That is something to think about. Give us your bottom line. Call 509-547-1610. Now, back to the show. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Back at the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA-547-1610 if you would like to get involved. Um, You know, the debate on, on... 
loss of life, those that are left living. Uh, it's a complex one. Yes, it is. And it's it's one that doesn't have a right or wrong answer, to be honest with you. No, there, there, I, is, there is no right or wrong answer in this discussion. No, the, correct. But I guess, uh, you know, since I kind of threw a little gasoline on the fire, I just want to – my point is is very simple, that even though I think Governor Inslee is using the situation and certainly the deaths and naming them, you know, individually as a prop, I do feel that, that he is using those people – and their families, uh, and I think it's incredibly wrong. I don't think we need to. I, I, I'm looking for balance. Okay, I think I think we're all kind of looking for a little bit of balance out there nowadays. I think we can balance the fact that we have lost lives because of this, but that doesn't mean we have to lose our livelihood. And that, yeah, that means business for a lot of people. It means recreational activities for some school, you know, for some, you know, it, that's my point. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Charlie. I'm from Richland. Hi, Charlie. Uh, just, you know, this is off the wall here, but uh, did you guys know that legislation is uh, is out until January of 2021? Uh, state, guys... or, state or federal? The, the state. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, this this year was a short session. They yeah. were only in for about yeah. sixty days. So yeah, exactly. So we spend what ten year or ten months out of the year paying for their salaries. God knows what kind of money they're making on that. Uh, they make forty some thousand dollars a year. It's considered a part time position, believe it or not. Yeah, unless you're unless you have like some. Uh, additional title right or you can or, make more right or you're you're like for example uh um if you're if you're part of the full-time government or you're uh you're part of a communications division or something it may be yeah. it, you you know you may be full-time uh but but technically the senators and the, the representatives are considered part-time yeah um and so therefore they they don't make the same money that a member of congress U.S. Congress would yeah. make because they're full-time. Right. Um, but I want to put something out here, all right? Because one of the things, and, and, and we are, to get proper data and proper information, we are told to look to um, government agencies. CDC. CDC, yeah. you know, departments of health, and so on and so forth. Yeah. We expect them to give us full-rounded Information as best as they can, best yes. as they can. Mm -hmm. Okay, one of the things that people have talked about, even the governor alluded to in his press conference, is we're seeing numbers go back up in cases. Well, he didn't mention why we're seeing some numbers go back up, and that's because more testing is being done. <laughs> when you have an increase in testing you're going to have an increase in cases. Yeah, it's kind of the chicken and the egg are, uh, you know, argument, right? Which came first? Right. But here's <laughs> the other thing you're going to have an increase of, as well as cases. You're going to have an increase in negatives. And right now, I, I, I've kind of got a little bit of a problem with Benton Franklin Health District's reporting. Oh. Because they're only reporting the case numbers. The positive cases. The positives, yes. They're only reporting the positive cases. Mm -hmm. How many tests have we done? 
Yeah. How many they, negative cases do we have? They stopped. Uh, they stopped. They stopped. Doing that. They stopped reporting those numbers. Right. Why but, can't? Why? Why don't we have the information on the negative cases? Why don't we have the information on the amount of tests that have been done? Now we still have that those for the state, which leads me to believe that either a the state is incomplete because Ben Franklin Health District is not supplying them with that, or they are and they're just not sharing it with us. BFHD, let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Jim. Yep. Turn down your radio and let us know what's on your mind. Uh, so my biggest problem with this stay-at-home order is I was off for three weeks. Luckily, I'm back to work now. Uh, this unemployment thing, I'm still waiting on a check. So how expect to live on anything? You know, that's a question that's been coming up. Some people have been uh, approved. Some people have had a harder time getting it. And that's been inconsistent as well. Well, the, the system, uh, this isn't an, uh, you appreciate the call. Yeah, this, thanks this for the call, Jim. This, Glad you're back to work, by the way. This isn't an excuse, but the fact is the system got flooded. It did. And, and they were not prepared for it, and thus a lot of people haven't seen any of their unemployment yet. Back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, Dave from Kennewick. What's up, Dave? Um, so the, the emphasis on um, testing why isn't there a bigger emphasis on antibody testing? You would think that that would be the quickest route to get our society back to being uh, somewhat normal, getting people back to work. Um, Well, here's the thing about antibody testing, Dave. Antibody testing won't tell you if you currently have it. It's not a test to determine if you currently have coronavirus or not. It is a test to find out if the IMM and the IMG proteins are in your blood, in your body, telling you that you have been exposed to it, that doesn't mean that you currently have it. It doesn't. It could mean that you were exposed to it but maybe never even got it at some point in time. But what that does, and they're, they're, they're not saying 100% whether or not that having those proteins and being exposed gives you an immunity or an increased resistance to it, but having them there says that you have already been around this thing. So the, I want to make that clear. The antibody testing is not a test for coronavirus. Correct. It is a test for the proteins associated with COVID-19 or COVID-SARS-2, which is what this strain of the coronavirus is. It tests for the proteins to see if you've been exposed, not if you currently have it. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. Your name and what you're calling from. Uh, my name is Jesse. I'm giving you guys a call here from Pasco. What's up? Uh, I don't know if anybody else noticed, but when he was talking about the guy from Tyson Food in Wallula, uh-huh. kind of had a hard time saying that last name. And uh, it just kind of shows, you know, it's almost as if he's uh, out of touch with those folks out here in uh, Eastern Washington. Well, it's not just that, Jesse. It also kind of leads you to believe that, well, maybe he just was using it for another reason back to the phones you're up on the bottom line who's this where are you calling from today hi it's joe joe what's up so i have a question about all these negative tests you guys are talking about we're not knowing who was testing uh, negative but these people went in because they had symptoms of something how come we're not getting that information how many of these people have the flu and all of it and and or something else communicable like that that's similar that we're not finding out about those. That's just as serious as coronavirus to some people. Yeah, that's a great question. There's no question. Now, here's the thing. That data, 
we're never going to know, and we're never going to find it, because at that point in time, there wasn't a concerted effort to collect it because nobody was aware of coronavirus, and no one thought, oh, hey, well, maybe we ought to just, you know, hang on to this unknown and see if it relates to SARS-CoV-2 at some point in time. No idea, because I will tell you this. When I went and got tested for the flu, they tickled the back of my eyeball, and it hurt for like 30 seconds. So <laughs> that's that, that's how far they shoved that swab up there. So believe me, if there was SARS-CoV-2, they would have gotten a little bit of that swab. But no, it, it wasn't kept because no one knew about it. I uh, want to drop an email from Dean, listening in Kennewick. And considering the risk involved in a particular action, I would suggest starting as a baseline the damage we accept from vehicular traffic or the damage caused by medical error. And Bob and Richland said this is not the first time we have quarantined healthy people. The American Japanese were during World War II. They were not quarantined, Bob, due to illness. They were put in camps because of their ethnicity. They were not quarantined because of an illness. Okay. They were put in encampments, much like the Germans did, except we kept them in an encampment because of their ethnicity and their nationality, not because they were ill. This is the first time we have quarantined healthy people during any type of an illness. Those were FDR's camps during World War II. That they put the Japanese away because they thought every single person of Japanese descent was a spy for Hirohito. Five four seven. Appreciate the email. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine. Five four seven one six ten. You can email the program by going to our website six ten kona dot com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or comment. But here is here. I'm, I'm going to go back to this problem with with the reporting. What is wrong with telling us how many the amount of people that have been tested? What is wrong with telling us how many negative tests there have been? Why only the positive cases? Why not tell us the negative cases? Why not tell us how many tests have been done? Because all we hear is screaming about, we don't have enough testing, we don't have enough testing, we don't have enough testing. Well, how many tests have been done? 225,000 statewide. That's statewide. How many tests have been done here? Don't know. How many tests have been done here? Put that up on the website. Put up the negative cases on the website. Don't just don't just put the positive cases, the deaths, the life care centers, Tyson Foods, and the 32 people that are in the hospital in Benton and Franklin counties due to coronavirus. Put all the information up there for everybody to see. Don't cherry pick it. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, Don in Kennewick. What's up, uh, Don? The governor's going to make the numbers look however he wants them to look. He's already said he's the final say on everything. So anybody that thinks he's going to, you know, send out the right numbers or change numbers or do proper, you know, anything with them, he's going to make them look however he wants to do what he wants. And that's just the way it's going to be. Well, but here's the thing. The governor doesn't get, get, he doesn't control that. It's the Department of Health that controls that. The governor has no say on how the numbers, well, let me put it this way. The governor's not supposed to have any say in how the numbers look. They're supposed to be controlled 100%, completely and totally, by the Department of Health. And each Department of Health is responsible for their numbers and putting those out. Why aren't we now seeing the negative cases? We used to. They used to be on the website, correct? Yes. So the Ben Franklin Health District used to put the negative numbers on the website. Why were they taken off? 
Why can't we see the negative numbers? Why can't we see the total amount of tests given in Benton and Franklin counties and then what those negative numbers are too? We have 1,182 positive cases. That's fantastic. How many negative cases do we have? Well, I mean, if you go by, see, that's the that's the thing is, without the the negative cases, we can't tell what the percentage is of of positive or negative cases, right? You don't know the total number of tests. So, like for example, they know the total number of tests. For example, like I said, I know because I can go to the State Department of Health website and know that. As of yesterday, anyway, 225,000 people have been tested, and the number of positive cases uh, makes it about 7%. 7% of the people that are tested are statewide. Do they have those numbers broken down by county? No, they do not. Okay. That's where the county health districts are supposed to come in. And, yeah, those numbers are going to vary. I know that Yakima County is a lot higher. They've had a lot of cases. Yes. A lot of positive cases. So they're... Uh, their percentage, even though their their raw number may not be anywhere close to King County, their percentages of of tests of positive tests to the total tests taken are what a lot of people look at. And unfortunately, we can't get that locally. Uh, Benton Franklin Health District. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? This is Jeffrey from Pasco. Hi, Jeffrey. Okay. My question is, I'm going to try and get this out right so you guys understand. What is the current number of infected cases? What I mean by that is people in January, February, March, halfway through April, are either recovered or dead. What is the current number of active cases that is right now, Washington State says 16,000 cases. Well, 16,000 people don't currently have it. There have been a lot of people that have gained the antibodies. A lot of people have recovered. Unfortunately, 900 some have died. What is the current number that are walking or in hospital or whatever that have it over the last three weeks? As I said, it has a 14-day gestation period, infection period, whatever. So you go from the middle of April till now. What's the number from there that currently have the virus? That is a great question, we and I'm glad you zero brought, idea. I, I'm glad you brought it up, and uh, with the exception of we can look on the state health department website and see how many hospitalizations are current. Uh, but yes, and that's why, from from the from a news standpoint on this station, we try to make it abundantly clear that this is cumulative cases, positive cases since the very first one, January 21st. That number is 15,000 and however many um, since January 21st. So uh, what's that? Three and a half months. So and, and yes, it's a great question, but nowhere can you find the number of current cases. You can find hospitalizations, but the number of positive or the number of current cases is going to be higher than that currently because not everybody is hospitalized with the virus. A lot of people go home and let it run its course, quarantine themselves, if you will. And just like any other sickness, they they ride it out if they're not hospitalized. Five four seven one six ten. back with more of the bottom line after this. 
join the show, call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Back to the bottom line with Robin Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, Ed Dawson, Rob Francis, and you, 547-1610. couple minutes before the top of the hour, but don't worry, we've got another hour left to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, let's throw this out, okay? Okay, throw we, it. We talked about, Jeffrey called talked about recovered numbers, okay? Okay. So, John Hopkins and their coronavirus dashboard, which is the first one that was established in the nation, okay. to track coronavirus. Uh, all the way back in January, they had this baby up and running. They've added to it as time has gone on. They have an entire U.S. map that you can look county by county, but they've also added deaths and recoveries. Okay, so in New okay. York, in New York, New York State, statewide, not particular areas, but statewide, 26,121 deaths, 56,378 have recovered. That They have listed the, the data they have, okay? There are 13 states that are not reporting recovery numbers that Johns Hopkins has Zero data on recoveries. Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Indiana, California, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio, North Carolina, Missouri, Nebraska, and wouldn't you know it, Washington State. Hmm. Zero recovery numbers. Maybe they don't think they're important. Well, you know, that's that's when you start thinking, you know, if you let your mind start wandering, you get into conspiracy theories that, you know, maybe they don't want you to know how many people have recovered. Maybe they want you to focus Look, only on the positive uh, cases and the deaths. I, I think to prolong this, we have had. Um, and the numbers for the state. We've had what was it sixteen? We have sixteen thousand ninety some cases. Yeah, ju- the updated numbers actually just came out a few moments ago okay. for today. I'm going to look at those as well, um, because we have uh, hmm. a total of sixteen thousand three hundred eighty eight cases. Yes, so that's up uh, less than two hundred from yesterday. So I think it was sixteen one ninety nine or something like that. Something like that. Something like that. 905 deaths. Number of individuals tested. Well, we've had about 226,000 maybe. We'll call it 226,000 people have tested. 219,447 have tested negative. Yeah. Where are the tested negative numbers for Benton and Franklin County? Where are the recovered numbers? Because So should we take for granted that 905 people have died... So that means 15,000 and some have recovered? Is that what we take it? Is that is that basically the, the why we haven't done recovered numbers? Because 16,388 people over the course of this have tested positive. 905 have died. So roughly 15,400 and change have recovered. Or have it now. Or have it now. Right. Or have it now. So, I mean, that's where you get into the problem with not having all of the information. <laughs> 